Thanks for listening to the Thanks for Visiting podcast, where our mission is to help hosts share their space and live their dream. This episode is sponsored by our free Airbnb Startup Essentials Checklist. Our comprehensive Airbnb Startup Essentials Checklist will take the guesswork out of what you'll need to finally get your Airbnb off the ground. You'll have the confidence to do that thing you've always wanted to do. Get started today sharing your space and living your dream by visiting our website, thanksforvisiting.me. And that's for F-O-R and signing up for your free Airbnb Startup Essentials Checklist. Again, this is free, so hurry up and get your copy today. Now on to the episode. You're listening to the Thanks for Visiting podcast. We believe hosting with heart is at the core of every successful short-term rental. With Annette's background in business operation and Sarah's extensive hospitality management and interior design experience, this dynamic duo has welcomed more than 2,000 guests from 25 countries, earning them over half a million dollars and garnering them over 650 five-star reviews. Now they're ready to share creative ways for your listing to stand out, to serve your guests, and be profitable. Each episode will have knowledgeable guests who bring value to the short-term rental industry, or Annette and Sarah will share stories about their own experiences so you can implement actionable improvements to your own rentals. Whether you're experienced, new, or nervous to start your own short-term rental, we promise you'll feel right at home. Here are your hosts, Annette and Sarah. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another fabulous episode of Thanks for Visiting. I am one of your co-hosts, Sarah Karakayan. And I am Annette Grant. And together we are Thanks, Thanks for, for Visiting. visiting. What? Ooh, Ooh that, was, that was deeper, lower. I like that. We're adorable. Uh, we are back this week with a solo duo episode of just Sarah and I. But you guys know we started this, a Share Your Space, Live Your Dream STR Share. And this week... We want to highlight, and I'm the lost house, Haas, who knows? It's the lost house, H-A-U-S. And if anybody wants to correct me, fine. You guys (laughs) check them out on Instagram. Sarah, share about how rad they are. They are so rad. Um, If you want to check them out, Instagram, they are at the lost, H-A-U-S. They're Josh and M. They are adorable. They have an A-frame, which Annette is just, she can't get enough of it. I know. She, I will have an A-frame. If yeah. anybody has an A-frame that they want to sell yeah. or just gift us, wait, we will take we it. We take gifts, 100%. <laughs> um, it's a really cute space. If you want to be inspired by decor, go on Instagram, check them out. But I do want to give you one valuable tip that I love, Annette and I both mm-hmm. love. Okay, if you go to their Airbnb listing under About This Space, Josh writes, see a virtual tour on IG. He gives his handle and says, the lost house is a two-bed, one-and-a-half bath A-frame cabin. So you can then go on IG from when you're booking and get a virtual tour. I know people who do this via YouTube. I cannot wait until Airbnb lets us do virtual tours. So in the meantime, do what you DIY. Do yeah. it yourself, virtual tour. Josh and M, lost house, they are crushing it. Uh, they're in the Ozarks. How yeah, cool. So good. We want to come visit you, but check them out, you guys. Give them a follow. The place is rad. And that tip of the week of putting some sort of tour, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook. maybe even just have one on your phone. I don't know if you can send it through the app. You could leave it. I don't it. know if you could. No, but you could give a link maybe to like 
I think actually the way he did it is smart because sometimes Airbnb does block, block out. it. Okay. But here's where I want to let you guys know. If you want us to share you on the podcast, all you need to do is use our hashtag, hashtag STR share Sunday. Every Sunday, we will share someone on our Instagram feed, and then they will also be featured on our podcast. STR stands for short-term rental, although we are Airbnb fans. No matter what platform you use, you have an STR. You have a short-term rental. Okay, enough about that. Annette, are you ready to dive into the show? Let's do it. What? Uh, This episode is all about why and the importance of booking all guests, your mom, your grandma, your corporate person with a big old bankroll, all of them through the app. app. Mm -hmm. And the reason Sarah and I are specifically talking about this is I am getting ready to stay with a host. Shout out Flip and Wendy. And uh, we were going back and forth because sometimes as hosts, you would like to give a special offer, which is totally cool, through the app. And you just want to make sure you're giving special offers through the app versus, let's call them cash or under the table deals. Because here's the thing. I know you want to make people feel special and make them and let them know that you trust them. They're different from everybody else. And maybe say, yeah, just Venmo me money or just PayPal me money. But I'm telling you, you guys, don't do it. And we're going to go over the reasons why. Absolutely. And I am 100% with Sarah on this. Luckily, I'll, I'll be very honest with you. I would have been extremely tempted to do these off app bookings. However, thankfully, at a partner. So uh, integrity-wise, I did not book off of the app because I wanted to keep everything on the up and up with my partner and have things logged there um, and not have any laws in occupancy and say, oh, why didn't you have a booking for a week or two? Oh, I had somebody. They wrote me a check. It's in the bank account. Like that just gets confusing. So, uh, I'm going to say, was I tempted? Absolutely. I want to be honest <laughs> with that. And Sarah and I at the end, stay stay on for the whole episode because we are going to give you uh, some reasons. At why, least one reason at why. At least one reason why at some point in time it might be necessary, uh, depending on the length of a guest, to make alternative arrangements. So first, let's talk about this. Again, we don't care if it's your mom, your grandma, your corporate client that stays has stayed 60 times. You want to protect yourself, your listing, your property, and also your guest. Sarah, you want to dig in there? Just that, yeah, that's, I think that's the most obvious reason to book through the app, whether it's Airbnb, HomeAway, VRBO, is the protection that comes with it, the insurance. Now, there are all sorts of claims on whether or not these apps stick out for us as hosts, will actually pay up when we have claims. Here's what I know. You don't stand any fighting chance of anyone helping you out (laughs) unless you book on the app. Now, I have, and you should too, and this is a whole other episode, but I have an insurance policy where my homeowner's insurance knows that I am a short-term rental. Mm -hmm. So there are some claims there that I can make. But if I can do it through Airbnb and have them help a girl out, my premiums don't go up if I make a claim, right? So I just think, why not do it? Why not protect yourself and use the built-in insurance policy, especially for us hosts? The second part about the protection that I would like to talk about is the financial aspect 
when someone is booking through the app, that payment is processed previously. If Let's say you were going outside of the app and someone was writing you a check. Who knows if that check is actually, I mean, I know this is kind of old school, but maybe that check bounces. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they say they're going to leave you cash. They forget there isn't cash left. Then you're in this back and forth. So financially, it protects you to make sure that payment is part of your workflow. I want to say that's something that I love so much about the platform. I have never had a second guess if that payment was going to be there, not ever once. And I just, that's phenomenal. So the financial protection is also a huge bonus there. So let's then just talk about about financials in general. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So like you mentioned, it kind of keeps your finances straight. Mm-hmm. You can always have a backlog of what a guest paid for your space. Absolutely. So Sarah and I, you know, a huge part of our education on this podcast is, again, we don't care if it's one room or you have 25 properties. This is a business. You run it through as a business. You wouldn't not log a transaction in your business. And it just helps to keep all the records in one place. I know back in the day, people used to have two sets of books, like cash books and Mm. then like the bank books. So it just helps to streamline things. It really helps you know what your occupancy rate, what your earnings are, why make it more difficult on yourself and having to have to have two sets of books there. And I feel like we might have some listeners who are saying, but Sarah and Annette, we could save money if we did it off the app. But here's what I know. Right now, as hosts, we're only charged 3% by Airbnb. Mm-hmm. So while it may save your guest a little bit more money, honestly, for all these benefits, why do it? And mm-hmm. for us, 3%, it's a no-brainer. And most likely, if it's not your mom or your grandma, that guest found you via the advertising that uh, either you know Airbnb, VRBO, any of those apps are doing for you. Right. So it's an integrity thing. Just give it, give them their due, you right. know? Right. Uh, let's go to our next point here. It's easy for a team. So even if it's you and your sister who are running your Airbnbs or you and a co-host who is virtual, whatever that is, it's easier to keep track of the guest information mm-hmm. if it's on the app. Uh, lesson learned here. When I do have regular guests, A lot of times um, it has happened, or preferred guests, family, friends, they have my cell phone number. Mm -hmm. And there would be a lot of interaction. Hey, Annette, do you have an opening this date? Sure, yeah, I do, blah, blah, blah. Hey, can you help me out? Like, we want to check in early, check out. All all that interaction when it's happening outside of the app for my Mm co-host, basically leaving them in the dark. And that's not cool. Um, I've done it. I've done it several times it ends up being more work for me. So if someone reaches out to me outside of the app, I try to bring it back on as soon as possible because it just, it's like a game of telephone and then I'm not communicating with my team, my co-host properly. So uh, it really just helps to keep uh, communication straight with your team or just your co-host, whoever that, whoever that is. And hey, let's say it's your husband and wife team and you're both texting family members you both could, you actually could double book if you weren't trying to do things through the app also. So, oh sure. <laughs> but I also want to say too, that's a good point you made. I think in your check-in instructions and in the message that gets sent to guests um prior to booking, like usually I say make sure you agree to this rule, this rule and this rule, mm-hmm. then you can also say please keep all communication on the app 
unless we're, you know, unresponsive within five to 10 minutes. You know what I mean? That way, again, for the team aspect, it's just easier to keep that there. So we can give them a little direction via your instructions. Absolutely. Makes sense. I do think when Sarah and I are talking about this, don't be mistaken though. We are down for like, absolutely. Do we give our mom or our grandma a good rate? Do we give those corporate clients an excellent rate? Do we have repeat guests that are just like, you don't even know that they've actually been there? Yes. It's not that we don't help out with the rate or make, you know, some negotiations and send special offers. We're not not saying that we don't do that. We do that a lot. And the reason when you go through the app, a reason to do that is keeping that straight. Holy smokes. Oh, I have the same company, the same corporate client in. What did I charge them last time? Mm-hmm. What's our agreed upon rate? Oh, Aunt Susie's back in town. I want to make sure that like, I'm covering the same price as we did last time. So it really helps if you have those repeat guests and you are giving special offers, you can keep that record straight of what you offered them uh, before. Let's say you have a photo shoot client, something like that. It's just a good thing to be able to go back because I know my memory, I would never remember that kind of stuff. So that's another point of keeping it with the app will help you keep those records straight of what your special offer is that you offer those amazing guests. Also, if you, let's say you say, Sarah, I host on VRBO Hawaii and Airbnb. Awesome. I don't do that yet. I've tried the home away and got frustrated and I quit. <laughs> but we're going to, we're going to come back. We're, we're going to come back to it. But anyway, I want to say that I, I do use a management software. So I use Smart BNB. I will leave it in the show notes, a link to it if you're interested. I use it because I find it invaluable to have automatic messages go for like things that are consistent. Mm-hmm. A message right when a guest books, a message three days before they arrive, a message the morning after they settle in. I'm, you know what I mean? All those things for me, I, that's what I use my management software for. But a lot of people use management software so they can host on all those platforms and again, still communicate on the platform which the guests booked, or if you have a management software, you can actually respond to them on the software and it'll still be logged on the platform where they booked. Mm-hmm. And now you have it both places. Absolutely. But you're still keeping it on some sort of software that's connected to the application. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to ever talk about this, but we're going to talk about it. Let's talk about heaven forbid there's a damage that happens with one of your corporate clients, a relative, a friend. It's just protecting all of us and and more so even them if something were to happen. You know, this way, it's a way for you to keep open communication. You can go through the app, keep it clean. I think it's just something, you know, you probably don't want to, you probably won't have a conversation with them about it, but it's there. Um, I know, for instance, I'll get very specific. And I don't think I talked about this on the damages episode, but, and we do have an episode on damages if you want to go back and listen to that. It is season three, episode 18. Oh, Sarah, come in lightning fast. You're welcome. I had a corporate client, big time corporate client. And thankfully they did let me know they had some damages, but they did damage my property. And when I say damage, uh, they had put up some wall hangings and they might've had a drone in my house shooting some pictures, but they um, lessened damages on the wall. And luckily, again, 
I just did all that through the app. And again, this was a huge corporate client. They probably could have just stroked me a check. And I said, nope, here's the receipts for the handyman that fixed it. We went through the app and it just made it super simple. I don't need anything coming, you know, via mail or Venmo or anything like that. So damages did happen. It did happen with a large corporate client that of course could have paid for it. But I'm telling you what, the app made it super simple. I think they paid within like 24 hours after I gave them a total. And I think it's better that you did that too, Annette, because I do know that's on a property that you were co-hosting for. Mm -hmm. So listeners, if you're a co-host, if you don't own this property, if you're doing it on behalf of the owner, keeping it on the app also just keeps it straight for the owner, right? Absolutely. So even if you're the co-host and you want one of your friends to stay, and yes, fine, give them a good deal, but your host can never say, Never question any of the things that you do because it's all there on the app. The conversation's on the app. The money was collected on the app. Because honestly, I if I don't own the property, the money for all the guests and damages goes to my owner's account. Mm-hmm. And then I invoice them at the end of every month. It just keeps it clean. I think it keeps it straight. Excellent point. We didn't even have this written down on our notes. However, uh, as co-hosts, if you are co-hosts, this is a way to keep all of it on the up and up too. Yeah. If there is someone else involved in the financials, again, no brainer of why you want to keep everything on on the app. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I didn't even like we didn't even think about the co-hosting aspect mm-hmm. of there and making sure if you're doing a rev share, then it gets really dicey if things aren't recorded. Yeah. Uh, and you don't want to forget anything. You don't want you to lose out on anything. You know, it's just, it's a nice way to keep it all there because Airbnb does do the math for you. Ain't want to pay Uncle Sam. Right. And you do have to, <laughs> we have to be, listen. Gotta pay Uncle we Sam. We go back to it. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, this is why I thought when I collaborated with Airbnb to do the Airbnb biz how to host episode. Check it out, everybody. Our businesses, even if you're renting out a room in your home, mm-hmm. you're collecting money, you're providing a service. So you really should treat yourself as a business. Okay, more, less of the boring stuff. Let's get to, okay, why are we booking off the app? Why is it the guest asking to book off the app? Because we talked about you wanting to book off the app to give someone like, hey, you're special. Preferential treatment. Right. Or maybe you want to save your 3%. But Mm -hmm. if it's not one of those two options, and maybe a guest is messaging you on the Airbnb app or a friend is asking you, hey, can I book your short-term rental? Why are we doing it off the app? What do guests pay? I think it really does depend. Mm -hmm. But it's not astronomical. And again, if you want to give them that VIP or you do want to cut them a deal, you can send them a special offer. I would just get a little leery of why someone isn't wanting to go through the proper channels and -hmm. book through the app. And personally, I mean, maybe I don't know. I don't have a, a super high rate property. I mean, maybe it changes if it's like $10,000 a week or something, but heck, that even makes me nervous. And that would make me even more sure (laughs) want me to book even more through that. But honestly, it's one of those things is like, why don't they want to play by the rules? Uh, Do you really want them staying there anyways? And again, it doesn't, if, if someone's wanting to book outside of the app, how does that protect you with cancellations? Right. What if you're like, friend or family or corporate clients like, oh, I'm sick. I'm not coming to town. And it's like, then you are completely out that money. Um, at least depending on what your cancellation uh, strategy is, I get not even strategy, whatever your cancellation rules, protocol, thank you mm-hmm. are, you can protect yourself that yeah. way. So that's another thing. Like it just helps you out in that 
in that respect. Two more thoughts I just had before we move on to our very last point is Airbnb will record their government ID for you. They will connect like if they, you know, mm-hmm. have any other social media connections, uh-huh. right? Absolutely. So that's nice too that, you know, in a hotel instance, you go to the front desk, you present your government ID and they book you into their system, which they have their own robust system, right? Mm-hmm. Most of us listening don't have a robust hotel-like system. Right. So the fact that Airbnb will get their ID for you and store it, you don't see the ID, but Airbnb verifies it for them. So I think that's an important fact. Also, all of my bookings on Airbnb are connected to uh, my cleaning management app. Right. So if I do it outside the app, I better have a good memory to go onto my cleaning management app book the cleaning. And then if it gets canceled and then I don't remember to cancel it on the app. You're not going to remember. Right. My cleaners are going to show <laughs> up and I'm definitely going to have to pay them for their time because they showed up on my behalf. Yep. So again, it's just a great way. Technology helps to keep us organized. Okay. Now for our final point, and I do not have any experience in this. I just had the experience through Sarah, but I think this is extremely valuable for everyone if you are faced um, or or have this inquiry, which I hope you have this inquiry. I think it's a great inquiry, especially for someone like Sarah that has multiple properties that she wholly owns and she can get some guaranteed occupancy. So let's talk about this situation that you have and how you handled an off app, but long-term is what I, a long-term, short-term rental. (laughs) I love how we like, shared all these points. We're like, don't do it. And then we're like, but unless you want to do it this way, then it's fine. (laughs) But hey, um, everybody needs to know when this was done, Sarah made a serious financial investment Mm -hmm. to make sure that it was done properly. So uh, don't think that this was like, she went online and printed something out. There was a lot of business thoughts that went behind this particular thing because it's more of a business plan for her long-term because Sarah also has long-term properties and she's in a whole real estate, the whole real estate world, not just short-term. So please keep in mind, she did pay an attorney to go over all this and set this up for her. So it was outside of the app, but a lot of financial um, commitment went into it for her and the party that she's booking with. So let's talk about your long-term, short-term guest. Yeah, so it's pretty simple. I had a guest who stayed with me a few times via the app. She booked it via the app. She mentioned to me when I saw her at the property that, you know, I usually stay at the, I think it was like the Red Roof Inn or the Holiday Inn Express or something down the street. Hotel. Motel. Holiday Inn. (laughs) I like it. And she said, but you know, I love staying in your building. It feels like my home away from home. Let me back up. She works at a hospital here. We are located in Columbus, Ohio. She lives in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. She is here every week, usually Monday through Thursday. So she checks in Monday, checks out Thursday. She had been staying at a hotel nearby, decided to try Airbnb, found me on her first try, loved my space, of course. (laughs) And after a few stays, she reached out to me and said, hey, I come every week. Can we work something out? I'd love to be able to count on staying with you every week. And not having to think like, oh, I need to book on the app. Correct. It was yeah. more probably, 
not a financial savings for her, but a consistency. Well, and I really try to make it win-win because for me, the hardest days to book are Monday through Thursday. Mm -hmm. And that's when she needed. I was opening up a new Airbnb, one bedroom, and I thought, well, this is a great way to get guaranteed Monday through Thursday occupancy. My weekends are easy to book. Mm -hmm. And I I wanted her business. But I also wanted to be smart and I wanted to make sure that I wasn't just thinking about money. And I was also thinking... Uh, strategically about what could go wrong. About keeping things financially straight, protecting yourself, mm-hmm. making it easy for your team, uh, making sure there weren't cancellations. Right. So, make, you know, sealing an actual proper deal with right. her. So what I decided to do after some thought was I contacted my lawyer, like Annette mentioned earlier. I told him and dis- discussed with him at length what would be happening. So he drew up a rental agreement That is a short-term rental agreement. And we went over all the points. If you want more information about this, feel free to reach out to me. I am not a lawyer and I don't want to (laughs) say the things that I did and then forget something. But he drafted up a legally binding contract, which both myself and my guest signed. And basically it just says that she can rent my space Monday through Friday at this agreed upon rate, essentially on a month-by-month basis. Her and I have an agreement that she gives me 15 days notice of what dates she needs. Mm-hmm. And just like last week, she ended up getting um, a day off work. So she wasn't coming to Columbus Day late. She still paid for that day because it was past her 15-day agreement. And she didn't even ask. Like She's just fantastic. So yeah, and I want to mention too that not only do I have a specific, not just a rental lease. So if you're a landlord out there and you have long-term tenants. This is different. There are different things you need to think about. Again, I don't want to get into them on the podcast here, but there are different things you need to think about. You need to talk to a lawyer about it and get a special lease agreement for this. But I also want to mention that I do have the proper home insurance in place too. Mm-hmm. So my insurance company knows that I short-term rent and I call to make sure, hey, if I get a if I get in a rental off the app, Am I protected as long as I have a lease in place? Would you still cover me if something happened? And they confirmed that they would. So am I missing anything? And and I'll let you know too, like, so let's talk about those things that you mentioned, Annette, like keeping things straight, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. I have a whole, like I use QuickBooks for for my Airbnb. So when she pays, she pays that entity that collects the, all my Airbnb money goes and then her check goes there. So I still have a place where I can keep track of my financials. I have a smart lock. And so she, at the beginning of every week, I just remember she comes every week. Mm-hmm. So, and I also have to make it a, if this, then that, I don't know if you guys use it app. It's a lifesaver to remind me to book a cleaning. Cause again, it's going to go off. It's not going to be on my app. It's not going to give an automatic trigger. Mm-hmm. Although now it does because right. whenever uh, I set my locks, to have her there, I get an alert to also make sure I have a cleaning. Nice. If that makes sense. Yep. I think I think that's it. That's all. I want. It. So you mentioned mom staying. Oh yeah, mom. And I do want to say, like, I don't want you guys to think I charge my mother <laughs> when she's. And actually, my parents are coming this weekend. Okay. Like, my birthday's next week, and they're going to come on Sunday. They're going to stay in one of my Airbnbs. Again, because I have the proper insurance is that's in place, I'm also going to clean it myself afterwards mm-hmm. and not my cleaning team. Mm-hmm. So I make sure that I block that night on the app, and I really I do that off the app. That's uh, the only person I do that for. I will say something that we talked about pre-recording, forgot to put in our notes, a way to also talk to your guest or friend, family. It gives you an opportunity to give them an excellent rating yes. as a guest. 
So when they go to stay at other places, they'll have those reviews. So that is something I think uh, is really important that you can show them, hey, I'm helping to build up your profile also by giving you a great review. So moms, moms are welcome. We're just going to ch- hey, listen. And you we're can gonna have your mom book. We're going to cut the rate in half and double it. <laughs> just <laughs> take that one in, everybody. <laughs> listen, you can still have your, if you're like, nah, Sarah, I don't, I don't, I want to, I want to take your advice in the first part of this interview and I want to, or this uh, episode, and I want to have mom book on the app. Fine. You can like charge her five bucks, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Give Airbnb their piece because they do advertise us for us. They do so much for us. And, and you can make it, you can make it, you know, all legit that way. So, you know, you do you. We just want to give you all the things we've thought about what could happen if you don't book on the app, what happens if you do book on the app and all those benefits. Mm-hmm. It's just, it keeps things easy peasy. That's yeah, how I like yeah. it. All right. Well, we hope this was helpful. If you have any questions, anything you want to hear on the show, make sure to email us at hi, H-I, at thanksforvisiting.com me and we will hopefully you know include it in a future episode if we missed anything if there's something like sarah net you didn't you didn't say this yeah check us clear as day please always check us um (laughs) let us know send us that email and we will be sure to let our listeners know that you shared this information with us and we will continue to help people share their space live their dreams and stay profitable and legal and organized make sure to follow us on instagram also at thanks for visiting underscore tag us we want to see you we want to see your spaces as a reminder hashtag str share sunday if you want to get a shout out on our episode we are our pod can we just say this right now our Mm -hmm. podcast is growing it is and we just want to thank you guys for listening and we've gotten shout outs on instagram and dms from you guys and it just means so much to us that that this is working, yeah. that we're sharing valuable information and you guys are kind of adjusting your business and helping, helping it grow. Issue there, guys. So, uh, yeah. So, thanks for listening needs to be the end of our, uh, end of our podcast episode. Yeah. So, All right. we'll talk to you next time. I'm Sarah. I'm Annette. And we are Thanks, thanks for, for visiting. visiting. Talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the Thanks for Visiting podcast. Head on over to the show notes for this episode at thanksforvisiting.me. If you're looking to take your listing to the next level and show your guests how much you care, be sure to check out our line of thoughtful hosting products from hosting checklists to custom mugs to toilet paper stickers. We've got you covered. And if you love our show, remember, sharing is caring. Please hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. Awesome reviews help us bring you awesome content. Thanks for tuning in and we look forward to hanging out with you next week. Thanks for visiting.